Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode four of What is Plaque Parenting Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Duje, and I'm so, you know, so grateful for you all joining me today for this special episode. This is a solo episode, so this is, I think, one of the first solo episodes I've done over the last four seasons. And I want to, you know, just take the time out to one, um, since, you know, I'm recording this the day after Thanksgiving and just really reflecting on how grateful I am to, to, to have this platform, um, to share great guests and conversations with you all and how especially grateful I am for you all listening, um, to the podcast you know, when I, when I see how many downloads I have, when I see the community that we've built across um, the social media um, channels and also hear back from people about, um, the impact of the podcast, it really, it really does, um, does make me feel good because, you know, because at times it, it is challenging, um, to think about, um, this, this idea of um, really centering the conversation about race um, and 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 children and and being black, you know, over the last um, I'd say really you know last two years, you know, given you know what happened last year with the coronavirus and the protests for racial justice and racial reckoning um, last year, and now the backlash, you know, some of the backlash that's occurred um, this year in politics and conversation um, and in, in different communities, it, you know, it's, it does sometimes become challenging, right. To talk about these topics, but I, but I think it's important to have these conversations um, being a pediatrician and having the honor of, you know, co-authoring um, a, a really important um, policy statement from the American Academy of Pediatrics about the impact of, racism on child and adolescent health, you know that kids learn very early, right, about um, their racial identity, as well as gender, as well as um, um, other other parts of who they are um, and what they're becoming very young. And as parents, we have, and, and, and I've said this, you know, pretty often in other conversations that you may have heard me, heard from me or even during the podcast episodes, right, I think, you know, parents are are kids first teachers. And I want to provide a platform that empowers parents to have conversations with their children, but also, you know, amongst themselves, amongst um, friends and other family members, right? So that we really create a culture, a community that, you know, wraps around our kids and really emphasizes to them that they are loved, they're seen. They're important. They matter. Um, and we want to help um, build strong, strong children, um, strong families. However, you know, your family, you know, your family unit, you know, all families should feel should feel encouraged and empowered to help their children grow, thrive. For me, again, you know, this podcast is centered on black families, um, supporting black families so that we can raise thriving and healthy um, black children across the spectrum, you know, very from very young to to young adults. So thank you so much for this opportunity and this platform to do this work. And I try to do this work outside of the podcast as well, whether it's when I'm in practice 
or with colleagues, with family or friends. Um, this is important to, and even as a mom, right? I, my, my children are now older. Um, and thank you. You know, we've grown together. You know, my, I'm starting to realize, you know, my youngest son, he will no longer be a teenager next month. And, you know, it's, it really, really gets me reflecting, right? And again, you know, just going back to starting the conversation about why it is I started the platform, right? Why, why I started the podcast. And, you know, for me, it really came down to this issue of how do I make, how do I hope my children feel, feel good, comfortable and loved in their identity as um, Black people? right? It's Black men, Black individuals, knowing that that's not their only identity, right? But in our country, race is a fundamental way that we show up and identify ourselves. And I want them to feel good about who, they, I wanted them to feel feel proud of who they were, who they were becoming, right? So that when they were faced with bias, discrimination, racism, right? They'd have something, they'd have something foundational, right? To stand on, right? To buttress them from um, these assaults, right? These um, negative assaults and experiences. They were loved. They are loved. They are seen. They are heard. They are empowered to be all that they are. And I think, you know, as a parent, I mean, I think we we definitely want to make sure that we do as much as we can for our kids, but knowing that when they are growing up, right, they are becoming they're becoming who they are meant to be, right? And it, and at some point they're no longer ours, right? Not that they ever were. We want them to become independent. We want them to become loving, kind, people that matter and make a difference, right? And you know, I'm I'm blessed to say that I I love my kids, right? Not because they're my kids, but because they're strong men, because they, I just, okay, I'll just, you know, I just love my kids, right? I think they, I think I could not have wished for anything more than what they, what they are becoming. And I am so, so interested, so, you know, so excited to see their continued, um, their path and, and growth as young men. And the same with a podcast as I've, as I've grown with them, as they've grown with me, their support has made a difference as well. Um, being a mom and, and taking on this new role as a podcaster, a creative, and, you know, as, and as you've noticed, and you've grown with me as well as a listener, you know, I've evolved the podcast became um, I, I published um, a middle grade, middle grade book called Learning to Love All of Me um, last year in 2020. And the reason why I published that book, I self-published that book was one, I, it was, it was a book I wished I had growing up. Um, I, I found out later in life that I was biracial, but I always identified as a black woman. But growing up, looking the way I did, you know, fair skin. Many people, I mean, I got teased a lot and called, you know, white girl. Um, so I wish I had that book. So that book was really um, the book I wanted to read when I was younger. And also, ho- hopefully it would help other young families and other young, especially young people 
who face, you know, face issues addressing, um, dealing with their identity, racial identity, learning to love themselves. And that's why the book is called Learning to Love All of Me, um, because of who we are as individuals. We're not just one thing, right? Um, there are multiple things that help us identify so that we can, everything comes really back down to identity, race being a leading way to identify. So that book was really to put out into the world something positive to help other young people and families have conversations about racial identity, um, self-love, esteem, family, and friendship. Because I, I, at the heart of that book really is friendship. Um, the main character, Sydney, has two friends that like are her ride or die and really make it easier for her to go through the world. And I think it always is easier when you have loved ones, um, family and friends to, to help you through especially, you know, being, being a young person. Um, I think um, that, that, that peer, peer relationship, that peer network is really essential to how you become whomever you're going to become. Um, so I'm, I was excited for that project. And then a year ago, so now um, it's been a year, I decided to venture out and to become an entrepreneur and really think a little bit more about what I could do with the platform, right? So podcast, book, and you know, written um, blog posts and had guest um, guest bloggers, and so I knew that I know that I love media. I love watching television. Even when I was growing up, you know, I could just think about how many how many hours of television I was allowed to watch. Um, selective programming, but even that programming really influenced who I am today. And so, with that love of um, media, with that love of a platform that really is a great opportunity to educate um, families and kids and maybe even entertain as well through through education. Um, I formed the Umbrella Media Company, What is Black? So similar, same name as the podcast, but still, you know, still with the same goal. I think with the ultimate same goal. How do I help kids feel seen and heard as Black people, right? And how can I help uplift this idea and affirm them in their racial identity and who they're becoming, right? And who, how they're identifying. So what is Black as a year old? I'm so excited. November is the month. Um, we celebrate our first anniversary. So I'm starting to think about, you know, where do I want to, you know, how do I want to evolve again? And where am I taking um, the platform? So we're, you know, planning right now for 2022. And as we're planning for 2022, um, our season four, that's really the the jump off for everything. And I'm looking forward to um, the rest of the season. So, you know, our seasons, I, I switched um, our seasons now. We're now seasonally based um, podcasts. So we'll have 10 episodes per season. Um, in this fourth season, we have six more episodes to go. And I think you're going to love the upcoming content as we're going into 2022. Um, the other projects that I'm excited about, and I've mentioned a well, one I've mentioned uh, a few times on the podcast, our upcoming documentary um, called Reading in Black, which is really rooted in celebrating Black children's literature. I had an opportunity to moderate a panel of authors. And, you know, one of the authors, I think, did a great job of really putting it into context, right? You know, really why I wanted to create this um, this documentary. You know, last year, 2020, there was this amplification and promotion of um, Black literature, Black writers, Black creatives. 
And as we've heard throughout um, 2021, there have been uh, multiple states, school districts, boards of education, right, that are looking to ban books. And many of the books that are on ban banned lists address racism, social justice, and are created by Black authors and illustrators. So, you know, we kind of have this, this change, right, in one, one year of amplification and one year of silencing and almost trying to erase, um, erase the books that, um, that are being created for Black children or centered, um, centered around Black characters by Black creatives. And so for me, you know, the books and the creators and the content is enduring. And that was that was the theme of the the moderated panel was the fact that black books are enduring. And why are they enduring, right? They're enduring because of the universality of the themes, the beauty and the artwork, the beauty in the prose, the beauty in the complexity, variety of the stories. And I want to celebrate that. I want to let people know that we have a long history of Black literature for children and those creators. Um, I want to celebrate those creators and amplify those voices. I want to center our experiences, which again goes back to the heart of creating what is Black as a brand. So I'm excited about that project and definitely more to come. And I'll share more details as they become available, but I'm excited about the possibility, which was really, you know, the and also going back to, you know, the word of the year for me this year was possibilities, right? Exploring possibilities. And then the other project I'm excited to, to share, and again, more details will be coming soon, is that I'm working on a children's podcast. If I'm, you know, going to create content, you know, that's really centered around Black children, I figured I need to start creating content that's specifically directed to children. This particular podcast will be directed to preschool-age children. And as we grow and expand as a brand, we'll be adding more content throughout the lifespan of childhood, um, adolescence, um, young adults. So we're really looking forward to that. And in the next upcoming weeks, we're going to be doing some IG lives, some behind the scenes where You'll meet some of the people that are instrumental in helping me grow and create the content for the um, for the What is Black brand. So excited. I think 22 is going to be a great year. And I'm excited. Um, I know things are, you know, things are going to ebb and flow, but I'm so excited to be in fellowship and in community with all of you all that are listening and sending, you know, sending your positive vibes and, you know, your support makes a difference to me. It means the world to me. And I sincerely am in gratitude for everything because without you all, without a place to work together and share, then what is Black wouldn't exist. And I'm looking forward to where we're going. And thank you for joining us for this journey. And um, I hope you and your family had a wonderful and peaceful and 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 filled with gratitude and love, um, Thanksgiving season. And as we're coming, coming forth to, to, um, to the end of the year, 
um, and other upcoming holiday holiday season. Um, I'm wishing you well, um, wishing you love, peace, gratitude um, during this upcoming season. And um, we'll be we'll be talking more um, December. We're bringing some other new great episodes. I'm in the process now of scheduling and recording those episodes. So I look forward to talking with you all soon and we'll be in touch in the next few weeks. Thank you for listening to this episode of What is Black Podcast. Our music and editing for this episode is done by Manny Simone. And until next time.